Now, as we said at the very start of the show, Business New Zealand has rejected the government's offer for them to play a role in the way that the fair pay agreement system works. Chief Executive Kirk Hope told Mike Hosking earlier today that the proposed system is fundamentally flawed. They're so flawed that even the name is incorrect because they're compulsory. it's a compulsory national pay scheme. Yeah. You can't have an agreement where you're compelled to the table. There's nothing good about the way that these things will operate. They're complex. They're not going to improve paying conditions for, for workers, that's for sure. Workplace Relations Minister Michael Wood is with us now. Hi, Minister. Good evening, Heather. Who's going to represent employers if Business New Zealand isn't doing it? Well, in most cases, we didn't expect it to be Business New Zealand anyway. Uh, in most cases, it'll be employers in the particular sector where a fair pay agreement is being negotiated. Business New Zealand were potentially there as a backstop if there was a difficulty in getting a sector, uh, employers in a sector to come together. But in the absence of that, the Employment Relations Authority will be able to determine the terms of a fair pay agreement. Will so it be the employers themselves or will it be... But if they don't want to, we'll still, get the, we'll still get the agreements. Will it be the employers themselves, like a collection of the employers all sitting there, or will it be a representative body representing the employers? The representative body is the model that you would have employers in a particular sector who would organise amongst themselves, form a bargaining team, and then represent their sector at the bargaining table. How and many of them have signed up to be default? How many of them have signed up to be default partners? No, well, they don't, they don't need to be defaults. They, they, they form a bargaining unit themselves. So if, if a, uh, an, a fair pay agreement gets mm. initiated for, let's just say, for example, the hospitality sector, mm. employers in that sector, maybe through their existing industry bodies, would become the bargaining unit. The, um, the default option was only if that didn't happen, if there wasn't an obvious grouping of employers. And we don't really expect that to happen very often. In most cases, we expect that employers in a sector will be motivated to and will want to form their own bargaining unit uh, to be at the table and to negotiate these agreements. So this doesn't change too much. They can decline They can decline that offer, can't they? they? They could decline that offer, but then they would be giving up the ability to be able to bargain themselves, and we think most of them will want to. In the and if they do that, give up, just so explain this to me. So if they did, the reason that Business New Zealand, part of the reason that they've done this is because there are legal obligations on them that they think are too risky, which might be exactly the same for any one of these representative bodies who might go, actually, this is way too risky. We're not going to do it. If they say no, who do you put in the hot seat to represent them? Well, the system's very clearly set up that in the first instance, unions and employers sit down and negotiate, mm-hmm. as they sometimes do with collective agreements at the moment and they manage the legal obligations of that. Uh, If uh, for some reason that is not able to happen, that's where the backstops come in. If that's not able to happen, then the Employment Relations Authority uh, will hear views from the party, and they will determine the agreement. So So they'll do it without any representation? Well, that's right. So the option is there for employers who um, want to be there at the table to be represented, and we think that's what the system is based around. That'll happen most of the time. But if for some reason it doesn't happen, then there is a backstop to make sure that an agreement does get settled. Okay. Now, Business New Zealand, it sounds to me like what's gone on here is they have tried to help you guys out behind the scenes in a friendly way so that you can wrinkle out, you can iron out all these wrinkles and they've only gone nuclear because you're not listening to them. Is that fair? I I don't think that's an accurate characterisation here. What I'd say is that actually um, we've been working together quite collaboratively over a long period of time. Business New Zealand have never agreed with fair pay agreements in the form that we've set them up and we've accepted that they have the right to have a different view. But nonetheless, we've continued to consult and engage to try and develop a system that's as workable as possible. They have confirmed today that they don't agree with the policy fundamentally. They never have. It's okay. We live in a democracy and we still try and work together on these things. Minister, would you accept that them pulling their support really dents the credibility of the FPAs? 
Well, you, you can't pull your support if you never supported it in the first case. That's not, <laughs> Minister, that's not fair. They did. They, they, they tried very hard to work with you. We've been watching this thing. It's been public, right? So they've tried to work constructively with you, and they have now decided they can't anymore. Does that dent the credibility of it? No, no not, not at all. Now, let's just be very clear about this, Heather, that from the very beginning of this process, Business New Zealand haven't supported uh, fair pay agreements in the way that we have set them up. That's okay. We've continued to work and consult and work through issues with them, and we will continue to do that. I've met with Business New Zealand as recently as this morning. So we'll continue to work through these things, even where there are different views. That's a mature approach to these sorts of policy issues. But let's be very clear about this. We're moving forward with these things because we've got people like our cleaners, our security guards, our bus drivers, who for 30 years have been locked into a low-wage labour market. We had a clear election commitment to deal with this through fair pay agreements, to make sure that those people get treated better, to stop the race to the bottom that actually damages many employers, good employers as well. That's what we're doing by moving forward with fair pay agreements. Minister, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. This is Michael Wood, the Minister for Workplace Relations. It's-